All right, you guys, get comfortable around here. Okay, we are a family. We sorry that you don't have. Why you got glasses on? Like everybody gonna see you. It's about feeling good. Mm. Okay. <laughs> everybody, let's talk at the same time. Three, two, one, go. Yeah. Hey, hey, let us do the bands, make it fall till it falls. And the first thing I'm gonna turn that is down. You know what I mean? Money over niggas. Yeah, like a lip. Period. Money, money. I need more. Okay. Everybody, get comfortable. We're family. We're black. Happy Black History Month. Period. Praise them. Whoever you praise. Yes, slay. We can kick this show on the road. Period. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Hello, you guys. Hey. We're back to the random acts of flyness. I don't like that and, still, but. And that's my sleigh button, if okay. nobody knows. We have some special guests right now. Can y'all introduce yeah. yourselves real quick? Who want to go first? What's up? How's it going? It's your boy, Eddie. Follow me on Instagram at Marvelous Eddie. Period. Period. What do you do, Eddie? Well, I am a business management major here on campus. I am in uh, quite a few organizations. I'm an artist, a poet. I do a Period. lot. What's up, y'all? It's Javion the Don here with you on the Dimension podcast. The first, the first dimension, dimension, girl. First dimension, not Please. the second one, not the third one. The first dimension here Period. at Intervision to give you the vision. Uh, you better I eat. do a couple things on campus. Poet, wordsmith, things of that nature. You know, active in a couple organizations. University program council. Be ready for Springfest coming. We got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Ooh, period. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but let's give it up. Masculinity. I love to hear it, you guys. Praise yes. Listen to me. Yes. You need to cut out what I just said because I'm not going to cuss. Because I just said two cuss words. <laughs> Anyways, what's up, y'all? I'm it. T. I'm Taryn. People know me as Countless Unnamed as well. I'm a part of Poetry Club. I am a poet. I'm an artist. I'm a director. Um... All around, just like a really cool person. Definitely. Let them know. And I test. I'm Andrea Broadway. I can do whatever I want. Isn't so it your nice. birthday today? It's my, oh yeah, it's your oh birthday. My, it's oh, my, oh, happy yes. birthday, man. Happy birthday. Thank you so much, you guys. Clap again. My freedom rings. Slay, slay, slay. It's my birthday. <laughs> but anyway. It's your birthday. So, you know, I'm 20. As an LGBTQ black teen, I'm glad I got to see adulthood now. Amen. Period. Amen to that. So, we can get this show on the road, T. We're back to clip one, blackface and everything. I already said my opinions on that on the last episode. Yeah, you didn't like it. clip two, um, you're seeing trans women being shown over the voice of a character manifesting. I release the desire to feel like I'm absolutely in control of the future. I have something to say. The character's name is Naja. Naja is the female character of the show. Um, There's Naja and Terrence and Doreen, who's like somebody that we're going to get into that later. But um, she says, I released a desire to feel, and she gets cut off by Terrence because Terrence can fly. A lot of stuff happens in the show. Is the show magical? Um, you say he can fly? He like, can fly. Okay, so. He can fly, and he lands on the roof of their apartment, and she cuts off the affirmation that she was giving. What affirmation do you think that was? Um, Stop giving affection and everything. Wasn't that the last thing? Like, I released a desire to feel, you know. Because I... I I think that that one was about jealousy mm, mm. because uh, her and Terrence are part of an open relationship. They're polyamorous. Mm. <gasps> and uh, I have my own um, feelings on poly. Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> Talk about We're it. We're open to it. So me personally, I believe monogamy was something that was given to us. Um, you know, if you look back at our roots and things of that nature, uh, polygamy really benefits the community more because it ensures each Clock woman it. gets a high value man. And a lot of people assume that people get into, uh, you know, poly relationships simply for sex. Mm-hmm. They think, oh, yeah, you know, he just wants to have sex with multiple women. Mm-hmm. But really, it's more than that. It's really about building a village and a community. Um, you have three incomes, one household. You have three parents, one household. So those children are going to be raised in a village rather than a strained single you know parent household but Real. you know a lot of people when i say that they're like nigga shut up you just want to you just want to <laughs> get these women bro. I, I, I mean it actually makes sense though it can go either way yeah 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 man so and then in that scene she like burns the paper with a blue candle and mm-hmm. what i've c- caught from that you know you know this is like manifesting and stuff like that witchcraft let's get into it mm-hmm. um the black candle could mean purity and stuff like that when i thought you said it was blue yeah, it is. I said black. You said, you just said black. But the blue candle means purity, <laughs> new beginning, protection, and truth, peace, harmony. She's having a new beginning because she low-key don't want this dude no more. She low-key don't want no dealers with him Even anymore. though I will praise Terrence's boyfriend energy, <gasps> yeah. I will say that because we said that when we first watched this. We were like, oh, Terrence has like cute boyfriend energy because yeah. usually when you see like a male 
a black man in a TV show is just big, like, I'm a black man. <laughs> and not just, like, this this big, soft, like, goofy boyfriend energy that Terrence has. Exactly. And then she says, I'm tired of being, you know, the main source of affection. And at, shortly after, when Terrence arrives, he tried to give her a kiss and stuff and. It doesn't happen. He say word? Word? <laughs> oh, 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 I got some. Uh, she asked, did you see my text? And he said he had his phone on airplane, which is funny because he was she flying. <laughs> so technically he wasn't lying. He wasn't. He wasn't it was lying. on airplane. He was flying. Um, also, uh, after after Terrence says, I had it on airplane, like Najee's clearly annoyed. And you can hear thunder in the background. And I was thinking, Shango. Ooh. <gasps> Cause Shango is like uh like Thunder represents him. Shango is a, a Orisha. Mm. And what is an Orisha to you? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We know it. We know what it means universally. That's like yes. a, that's a, a African African goddess, isn't it? Uh, uh, I think he's a male. African god. Yes, I think so. Slay. And um, the camera pans and like. She changes from her from her pajamas into like a Baddie cute clothes. ass outfit. She's ready to go out. She yes. got like all black on, black lip, the braids are up. Shit. She's yes. ready to eat. Yes. And that's that's when I think that's the first time that we get into the dimension thing. How initiated people they can just switch through dimensions if they really have that. You know, like that peace within. In the in the third dimension she's doing something, the second dimension she's doing something. So she can Move however she wants to. Right. Do you guys believe in multiple dimensions in this? this Absolutely. Year? Absolutely. Mm, we're not definitely. just we're not just planted on one thing on this earth, just one plane and stuff like that. There's multiple planes and multiple definitely. like realms and stuff like that that's among us that we haven't tapped into yet. Unless you really apply yourself and get into that. Right. And yeah. But uh when she like snaps and the thunder happens, not snaps, but when yeah, when the thunder happens and stuff like that, she has clothes on and he has nothing. It's like she snapped where she has everything and he has without. Right, like she's really in power right now. Because uh, he asked, where are you going? She said, out. And like the thunder comes back again. Hey, She's wearing like turquoise, black and gold. Uh, Just Audrey's color. I don't know what it means. Yeah. It's, but it's cute on her. And, and, and we and we love it. Because blue is Oshun, gold is Yemaya. There, see, yeah, you do know black. what it means. <laughs> black yeah. could just be black. Right. But, you know, black also, when you wear black, you're trying to deflect the negative energy and stuff yes. that you get. But as you can see, she's trying to introduce us to the episode. She breaks the fourth wall, and little do she know, lo, lo and behold, a man comes and cat calls her. Mm -hmm. But first, I have a question for Javion and Eddie. Right. Um, have y'all ever manifested before? All the time, every day. What should be manifesting, friend? Um, Really, <clears throat> so I take manifestation in two ways one there's the manifestation you can do for yourself uh words of affirmation things of that nature uh i really feel like it's aligning yourself with your divine purpose and then there's the manifestation that you have no control over um which is i guess uh cause walking effect. yeah cause mm -hmm. and effect, but also walking by faith yeah um because I, I don't consider myself religious i do mm -hmm. I, I believe me personally are, are we allowed to talk about you know, all that? Yes! Yeah, yeah. You can talk about anything. <laughs> okay, we are right. comfortable yeah, here with yeah, family. Yeah. We so, literally yeah. said get comfortable. So I personally, I don't consider myself to be religious, not to be confused with, I'm not an atheist. I believe in God, and I believe there is a God. I've just been blessed with opportunities to travel this world and realize that my understanding isn't the only understanding. Real. So um, when I think of manifestation, I really think it's, People doing a multitude of ways, whether it's meditation, praying, it's really all the same thing. Mm -hmm. Just channeling your energy and your thoughts into that higher plane. That's right, what I think. Right. What well, about you, Eddie? I think manifestation is more so walking in your divine power and your divine right. Just understanding that we as we aren't just human beings living to fulfill our spiritual needs. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And mm -hmm. it's literally mm -hmm. understanding that, that our mind can literally bend matter. It's all about frequency and vibration. And when we really tap into these, these planes, these, this understanding of existence of our daily lives, you understand how you can attract the things, the mind and heart coherence, yeah. how you're able to affect that and literally create your life as you, as you see it. Period. Sophisticated He's girl, spin. you guys. Oh my god! <laughs> but but uh, I want to say, oh, um, as Naja is walking and she's trying to introduce the show, a man cat calls her, and um, she builds like a invisible brick wall between them two, and he like runs right into it. Uh, which I thought that was cool. I think she really does have powers, or just 
is really in tune with like her people and her ancestors that you know she has that type of protection around them. What's the, what's the name of this show? Random Acts of Flyness. On HBO Max. Random Acts of Fly. And this is this is is this girl black? Yes, very. Really. Okay. Love but that. like, oh, it's all about black issues. Hey Amen. We need everything. Yes. But, <laughs> but uh, I feel like that also shows how like we, when a girl gets catcalled on the street or whatever the case may be, we wish that we had like a brick you wall. You wish that you had a brick wall. Like I wish that right, right. I could just not be seen by some guys and stuff like that, mm-hmm. by creeps and predators and everything. Because there's right. predators among us all 24-7. So like. So. After that, because I'm I'm reaching a little bit with this one, mm-hmm. but after that, Naja is walking away, and as she's walking to an arcade, there's a song that called that's called uh, "Don't Run Into the Dark So Quick" mm-hmm. by John Bat, and there's a line in it that goes, "I know you're gonna go on your own, but we're in this together." And mm-hmm. I was like, "T and Naja's relationship, like, is that what they're going through right now?" Because she went on her own, but they're right. still in this together. Are we still in this together? Because like, because like, their relationship is really so so right now with the. With the openness of it. So. Also, as Naja's walking into the arcade, uh, there's a radio station from Dallas that's playing. Just wanted Ooh. to let you know. And mind you, the Ooh, And I'm like, Ooh. I know that's right, because Terrence Nance, the creator of the show, is from Dallas. Oh, okay. mm. I was like, I know that's Estonian. right. Estonian. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> the mm. Mm. But, like, yeah, so the next scene um, – we get a montage of like good morning scenes and stuff like that. You know, she snaps the scene and stuff. It's like, is is it a good morning or are you just trying to like get to know me and stuff like that? Like, there's like a difference between good morning or good morning. How you doing? I have a it's, question. What's up? Are we uh, are we skipping past the game that she's playing? Did we? Yes, you did. I feel like it has a lot of symbolical meaning. Yeah, but Why? uh, Talk. so so she plays a game called a uh, uh, Kekubian Assassin. And I looked up Kekubian, and all that came up was the game that she's playing. And uh, Kekubian reminds me of Yakubian, which is a term for white people. Right. So I guess Kekubian is the opposite of that, which is black people, mm-hmm. black assassin. Because in the game, she is shooting away, you know, annoying white women and cat callers and racist and KKK. And there's reasons why she's blowing them away and stuff like that. First, it's the cat callers and stuff like that. Then the white feminism. White feminism, well, I'll just say You feminism. better get into it. Feminism does not incube, in, include black women. Let's just be clear here. They only benefit for themselves, you know. Back then, Sandra, whoever the, whoever she was, when she was trying to legalize voting and stuff like that, she didn't have black women in mind. Mm-hmm. She just wanted mm-hmm. white women to vote and just make it more oppressed for the black you know the, the black opposition and everything mm-hmm. so you know i'm happy that she shot that woman amen praise him also <laughs> also i want to say that as she's playing the game she gets overwhelmed and actually shoots a friendly character which maybe can be like black women go through so much in the world you can accidentally put it off on somebody oh, else God. when you right. when you walk past a woman like why you got that stank on your face have mm-hmm. a good day you don't know what she just had to endure before you right but besides that and then in between there's like this kid that tries to holler at, not holler at her but like just you look hey. so pretty and she's like she smiles i'm gonna let you slide right. and everything you, you ain't mean no harm right. but like you know they're trying to stay level but it's hard in this world so but moving forward, can we go ahead and move on? What happens? Oh, it's the black people are dapping each other up and, like, hugging and all that. Um, Jim. So I have a question. But first, before I ask that question, have y'all ever catcalled anybody before? Be honest. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Like, have I, like, now, if I see somebody walking, like, I go out of my way to to really try not to make women uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll be like, man, I really want to talk to that girl, but this just ain't the time and place. Like, it, Past it's, it's, you, it's, never, it's too dark. never, ever. Um, I won't say never, because I, I really don't remember, but if, like, a girl walking, I ain't never going to be like, hey, hey, shawty, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wasn't raised like that. But, right. you know, I'll go up to, hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. What's your name? Da, da, da. Oh, you got a boyfriend? That's fine. You know, I ain't never want to press. Cause, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you're being respectful. Yeah, so... um. I don't know if, if women perceive that to, to like as a man coming in like a derogatory sense or something like that. But I guess I've, I've catcalled, I say in more so a respectful manner, if that makes sense. You it know? might not be catcalled. Yeah. I ain't just, I ain't just, hey. But for the sake of the, the name and the, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Shawty, what, hey, what your name is? Right. Nah, right. never that. That's <laughs> <laughs> Never that. Period. So, yeah. Scene two, the good morning scene and everything, all that, you know, and then there's. In between, we see men dapping each other up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so that transitions to scene three, 
um, men catcalling other men. It's like the reversal change and everything. Mm. You know. Yeah, I, but it's not. It's not like they don't like it because like they're just like showing love to each other. Yep. And at the end of the episode, they all have like a really big group hug. Like, like just showing love to each other, which I thought was really. What do you mean beautiful. by catcalling? Like, what are they saying? Like, mm. like, like, hey, bro, hey you, look, you look good, bro. You filling out them jeans. You look nice. good in them oh, jeans. Looking doobie. Oh, yep. Oh, no, like, thank yeah. you. <laughs> I thought you meant like, oh, hey, bro, you look good. No, <laughs> no, they they trying to get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you if you give your fellow brother a compliment, you know, hey, brother, you look sharp today. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever that is. Yeah. Oh, they trying yeah. to get it. Yeah. So <laughs> they do. They do have a nice group hug at the end, though. So I don't yeah. think they're trying to get it. I just think they're trying to show each other love, compliment like, each other. You feeling them jeans out nice? That sounds like something. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he definitely he does. He did say yeah. that. So he like, did say that. He was with it. Could this just mean that, like, okay, men compliment in a different type of way, and you know, aggressively, and they mm-hmm. don't mean no harm? Is that the message here? Maybe, but you know, recently men also like to act fake gay with each other oh, and yeah. do. <laughs> Have Not you ever been in a middle school? Um, what is it I know called again? About, uh, locker room. Locker room. Oh, oh yeah. just men just like jokingly Man. flirting with each other, like, "Oh, bro, you're gay, bro. Mm. You're gay." You honestly, like me and I've noticed that, bro. The the um, popularization of it of like pretending to be gay, because you know, I'm a I'm 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 male, and I was a theater person throughout, you know. Since middle school, mm-hmm. right. so I've been exposed, you know, to the LGBTQ uh, community, you know, plus, um, and a lot of them is is really what they watch, who they mimicking. Like there's this one dude, uh, what's his name? His name like Speed or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like, oh. And they mimic, ah. they mimic that kid, but they don't realize that what they're doing, like it's just for right. views, like right. Yeah, it's right. just for views or, or likes and laughs and stuff. But, Speed. But I think men, like we talking about men, like my age, like I'm only twenty. But <laughs> but we talk about men my age. I feel like with the with the compliments, it is more aggressive. Like I'd be like, man, nigga, you ain't cool. Nigga, you, you ain't fly, nigga. Like today, you was like, stop talking to my. I was yeah. like, <laughs> it be love though. It be love. Exactly. But like, so we actually see you know men hugging each other and stuff like that, showing you know they brothers, they friends affection. How often do y'all show other men affection? I mean, honestly, I try to, you know, it's, it's free to compliment someone, you know, that, that makes someone, you, you never know if that compliment made the, the next, whether it's a, a man or a woman day, you know, you, be you, hugging you, you your, never know. You be hugging your friends? Yeah, someone, you know, like you just dap them up and, you know, give them a little hug. Nothing's wrong with that. I mean, as a man, I'm comfortable with my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know who I am, mm-hmm. you know, so if anything, it's all an act out of love. And I feel like, honestly, the, our society, we need more of that, like just more of that raw expression like right. okay if you just don't like that type of stuff then that's cool you're probably raised differently we all were right. but i just feel like man we need more of that just human expression that raw human expression in society yeah Be- before we get into the next thing i want to say in the background when uh all the men do the big group hug uh they're singing in the background and uh, they're saying kadosh which is hebrew which means sacred i, I, I was i was waiting <laughs> for you also, to i was waiting for you to spill it what i know what it say the shady sound blue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spill it. I'm going to spill it. Yeah. So uh, the singer saying Kadosh, 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 meaning secret. And uh, Adonai Tzvayot, which means Lord of Armies or Lord of mm. Hosts. Hosts. Right. So okay. sacred Lord of Armies. And, you know, they're like this big group and they're hugging each other. So it's like an army of love. Yeah, right. man. All black, this. Black, black man, black woman, most powerful mm. beings on this earth. Definitely. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so when we come together in love and expression, I feel like we're unstoppable. It's a sacred. It that's yeah. true. It's and, a sacred army. And literally, and it's like it exceeds <laughs> language itself because just just think of the power of before even English was created or anything. How mm-hmm. how a lot of these meanings and, and certain actions and rituals with with that meant to people that maybe that was their way of communicating with each other through exactly. love and, mm-hmm. and on that that frequency on that wave. You know, yeah. like it's mm-hmm. deeper than what people think. Exactly. So. Yeah. On to the next scene. So on to the next. There's like an interview. Can you say who he is? I didn't write down his name. I'm so sorry. But There's an uh, interview with this man and like he like she says, you know, you're rejecting a monolith earth singular view. And that's basically saying you're rejecting the view of being perceived or perceiving the world as a man and stuff like that. You know, and then he says, well, I mean, there's a question whether I am a man or not. So first, before, well, actually, I want to speak my piece first. I said, <laughs> <Keep> <laughs> I, I don't, you know, 
I don't have to be a man to be strong, passionate, motivated, confident, responsible, and hardworking. It means much more to be Andrea than to just being simple down to just being a man and stuff like that. I can mm-hmm. be responsible. I can buy my own house. I can wash my own clothes, my own house, this, that, and the third. I can do whatever I want. I can cut my own grass and stuff Real. and still don't have to be identified as a man. That just means I'm an independent, working, singular person, Andrea, and that's what I'm known for, being independent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, yeah, to y'all, what does it mean to be a man? That's a hard question. Um, I'm a little scared. No, <laughs> right. Come on. I think, so to uh, me, pers- my idea of what it means to be a man, let me lift my mic up for this one. Ooh. So <laughs> I think um, that's, that's, I feel like it's an ever-changing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, if you mean biologically, then that's one thing. Like, okay, that, but that's not what we're talking about, obviously. Mm-hmm. I feel as though... What does it mean? Godly, they kind of exactly. Like, what what exactly. does it mean? Exactly. What does it mean exactly. to be a man? Exactly. I feel like. Exactly. I feel that. Well, first, I want to say being the masculine really doesn't have a lot to do with with being a man. I mean, of course, that's that's a part of it, but it's all about balance. It's all about your purpose in life. Your, your role, what, what are you meant to do, and kind of identifying that. Like, as a man, I feel like you're supposed to be uh, a stepping stone. You're supposed to be that one person who who just a leader, mm-hmm. you know, just a leader. And and, and that really... It's kinda, uh, but the I women have that, too? I can go, I can go, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's There's not lot, really you know? an answer. There's not. There's not it's, really it's an like, answer. You know, because then you have more women nowadays who are more masculine than men. Just to be a man is to definitely have a vision and a plan, you know, and mm-hmm. act upon that. Your integrity is everything if you're really living with a purpose and you're living, you know, just out of love. My grandpa used to tell me, he said, um, <clears throat> as a man, all you have in this world is your word and your manhood. That's all you have is your word and your manhood. And you hold those things dear because once they're gone, you ain't a man no more. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll use that as my answer. <laughs> right. Concise and accurate. <laughs> Period. But. There's also another answer I need. Oh my God. What does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to be a man? Hot seat. (laughs) I just truly, there isn't an answer to that because real, if if I'm going to be for real, I don't really see gender as a thing. Not, not, not that I don't see gender as a patriarchal thing. I do, Mm -hmm. but with my people, especially black people, I don't really see boy, girl, da 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 if that makes sense. Like Talk to me. Like I don't put you in in like a sort of box because you're a man and oh you're supposed to do this because you're this and you're supposed to do this because you're this. Right. And I don't look at my my friends that are feminine as oh, you're supposed to be doing this and you're supposed to be doing this because you're a woman or Gender whatever. Roles. Yes, I yeah. don't put nobody in no type of roles or in any type of label. Because especially with the world that we live in now, because everybody's non-binary, including me and you, yeah. Drea. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I don't really see men and women, especially because that was really a construct built on us from uh, colonizers. But Talk about it. Because, you know, we weren't really men and women. A lot of the gods that we praise, African gods, are, you know, non-binary and don't, you know, succumb to a gender binary. So That's I don't really. Um, That's a fact. Yeah, I don't. Come on, (laughs) I don't really see us as one type of thing. I feel like we're more than that. I feel like we're more than men and women. (sighs) I love that's my answer, baby. I guess we can move on now. What I wanted to say is, uh, Alok says, who is a non-binary person, my first reaction is not to necessarily say this is me or this is what I've always wanted to be or become, but rather I'm just as confused. And then I'm saying, is confusion a bad thing? When it comes to gender. So I have a question for you, T. What's up? Um, by your definition, what, is, what, what does procreation mean to you, if, if that's the case? I think, I mean, if we're talking, like, making a child? Yeah. <laughs> what I just said. Making a child, I don't think necessarily men are women, because women can have certain type of journals, and men can, can do that as well. Trans people can procreate. So I just think that procreation to me is quite literally making a baby you know and procreation isn't just 
cis male, cis women get together, boom. You know, it's not like that anymore. It's not like ABC anymore. It's ABC right. squared, this, that, and the third. You yeah. know what I mean? That's just so how multifaceted we are as people. Why you ask me that? No, I just, just for the for the viewers, if anyone need any clarification or just mm-hmm. to get more in depth about that, mm-hmm. they understand that it's not just, you know, one and one, two, you know, real. And, dimensions and, and to what it. You, uh, you said something on confusion? Yes, I said... uh. Because Alok says, I'm just as confused Mm -hmm. with their gender. And I was saying, is confusion a bad thing? Because the first thing that, like, transphobes say or, like, Republicans say is, oh, they're all just confused. Right, right. Mm -hmm. But in real life, is confusion a bad emotion? I think, well, being an ally and, and learning and speaking with so many people that I've talked to, the people who are confused aren't the people who figured out who they are. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of courage to 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 say I am not what I was told to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not what I have been brought up to be. I am who I am, and that takes a lot of courage to understand. So, it, and it takes mm-hmm. a lot of thought. And even if you are figuring it out, it's it, the, the 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 amount of courage and 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 strength it takes to to do that and come out in this world, especially as, as and I'm sure you can attest to this as growing up as a young man and then going through that because my people swore I was gay. I'm, I, I had locks. I was in theater. I mean, I, I'm not, but like they they swore up and down. But having that those emotions um, and figuring out who you are, I feel like that those are the people who are the least confused. Because mm-hmm. we as men, we, we couldn't even tell you what a man was. Real, and we're we're still learning what what does it mean to be a man to myself. Mm-hmm. So it seems like I'm I'm confused. I'm still figuring out myself. So we're all confused. Tell, right, everybody confused. If, if anything, confusion is not a bad thing. Y'all, this is a good ass fucking. It's episode. a good episode. This is a good <laughs> episode. <laughs> we coming through swinging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give it up. This is a clap up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I'm still stuck on that. Um, Alok says, in order to not be seen as a man, I have to participate in forms of femininity that I might not be interested in. And um, B. Arthur, who's another trans woman, says that she opted not to have surgery, which I think she's talking about bottom surgery. She loves the skin she's in, and uh, she doesn't feel the need to rush to a table so other people can view her as a woman. Mm. And also, Alok says, Alok just spitting gems. <laughs> I think it's more about coming to terms with the beauty of that unknowability, mm. of just getting into that unknowability of yourself and not having to constantly put a label on yourself. Mm-hmm. That there's beauty in the there's beauty in the confusion in the process. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a caterpillar is confused when it's turned into a butterfly. <laughs> where did they get these wings from? Right. right. <laughs> How did this happen? I can fly now. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> but like then, uh, you know her name. That's uh, Alok. Alok. She says we grew up in a world that disappears gender conformity, nonconformity, and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. We grew up in a world where like we have to conform to gender roles and stuff like that. We have to do this and the third. Mm-hmm. You know, basically saying that no trans journey is linear and stuff like that. Finding out who you are is never linear. It's not just oh I feel like this. Oh I'm about to go do the, go under the knife and everything. Oh and that's just that. Right. No, I have to go through. Okay, what is my sexuality? People. Okay. What do I want to identify as? Okay, uh, do I really want to go through this? How much mm-hmm. money does this make? Mm-hmm. Um, do I really want to do this just to prove the fact that I am a woman? No, mm-hmm. if I tell you I'm a woman, then goddamn it, I'm a woman. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. People say. think that transness, especially now with transness being like the biggest thing that Republicans are talking about right now, so they can get votes, especially from black people. Talk about it, talk about it. Republicans are constantly talking about trans people and putting trans people on the news because one thing that black people really do hate the most are queer people and especially trans people. Mm-hmm. So the way that Republicans are getting votes is just pretty much saying, the trans people want to cut <laughs> your child's penis off and they want to do they all this. They want to put the gay shit in, in the movie. <laughs> they, want, they do, they do. They, they want to in the kids' shows. They want to make your Bluey. kids gay. Bluey. Yes. Bluey. <laughs> Bluey. I love Bluey down. Bluey. I, love I love Bluey, Bluey down. Yeah. It's a good show. I'll be watching. I'll be like, man. Yes, they did, they, it's they so did, they cute. Did. But uh, what was I saying? That <laughs> transness is not just surgery. And I'm tired of people thinking that transness, oh, you're not trans because da-da-da-da-da. And trans medicalist. And I said this on Twitter. I said... White white trans people are continuing to be trans medicalist, like they made up transness Literally. when black and indigenous people did. So so they keep on trying to be like this say so like oh you're not trans because you didn't do this and oh you're not 
taking moans and oh you not you, you know not on T and they remind me of how like people expect non non-binary people to be androgynous and everything. Like yes. I don't have to I don't have to prove my androgyny to show that I'm non-binary. Real. You know what I mean? So yeah. That's like someone coming up to me and be like, if you can't dunk this ball, you're not a black man. Yes. <laughs> it's, if it's, you can't throw this motherfucker twenty feet, then you are not a black man. It's, you know, it's these white trans girls that keep on pissing me off every day on Twitter. There's this girl named Keffles on Twitter or something, and she's like a trans medicalist, and she's like, oh, trans people, and da 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 da, and like making a bad name for everybody. Shout out to Kells. <laughs> who? 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, moving forward. But uh, they also talk about how, like, you know, this one girl, uh, she says that her journey, she just wanted to feminize her features more. She just wanted, via. Via. Be- she wanted to feminize her features more and everything, soften her skin and everything. She has the tea. If she can let me in on how to soften my skin and everything, I'll have to go through it. Yeah. Like, that's, like, real, real cool. And also, that also just made me think of how, like, a lot of these things that, like, I'll say black people use for beauty and stuff like that, the way that folks do their lace, the way the folks do their nails and stuff, they get that from trans women. You know, I said that on my story. Trans women are the pinnacle of like, you know, beauty given out to life to to be feminine and stuff like that. The feminine beauty um, Mm -hmm. standard, I believe not beauty, feminine standard, but like the, but like the way that IG girls like Jada Wada, Ari and them, mm-hmm. trans women were doing that in the 70s. Shout out to Amaya Scott, King Amaya Scott. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Showed y'all how to do an invisible lace. Real. That's right. Really. But, okay. Then it says, not all cis okay. people fit in the box to be a man or women and stuff like that. And some folks don't want to prove their femininity to be accepted as a girl. Mm-hmm. You know, some T girls don't have to, you know, uh, prove that they're, you know, feminine to be a girl and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But what I want to say on that, I have too much to say, I feel. I've, I just feel like older trans women, especially black trans women, kind of have cautiousness with non-binary people or non-passing trans women. Because if when you see like non-passing trans women in the news, that, that has a lot, that goes toward a lot of animosity towards trans women, period. So I think that um, older trans women or just trans women as a whole who pass don't like when there are non-passing trans women at the forefront because that's a lot more animosity towards the whole community, which I can understand that as well. But we need to have duality, and we need to be able to pass or not pass. I am who I am, period. Shout out to duality. We just listened to our song. We did. (laughs) But, yeah, scene six, a man gets called masturbating in public. He's masturbating to the woman in front of him. Oh, wow. that was funny. She was going off. Yes. Yep. Like Ooh. the dude with the backpack. Yeah, that was interesting and stuff like that. She was snapping. I found that she very was. funny. She ate it. She remind me of that remind me of something BK Tidal Wave would do. I don't know if y'all know who BK Tidal Wave is, but I don't. she's interesting. It's a it's an old man. He comes up, there's a snap. Everybody if we go back to the scene where the men are hugging and stuff like that. There's a big group hug and stuff. They all like separate from each other. And stuff yeah, they kind of like snap. snap out of it. And they're like, "Bro, what's like? Right. Why are you hugging?" And so, <laughs> a man, so a man walks up. He says, "There is nothing more beautiful than when you gather with your brothers on a beautiful sunlit day mm-hmm. and hug and stuff like that." Yeah, that's fine. Also, okay. So, are we going to the next part now? Yeah. So this is like my favorite part. So there's oh, this young boy named well, boy, person named Pan. And uh, he has, like, a shadow, and his shadow is, like, a manifestation of, like, his, macu- his their masculinity. True. The shadow is playful but also very inappropriate. The shadow's, like, humping the ground, and it's just, like, nasty. Mm. But it's also, like, very playful and jumping around. And um, so Pan, he's trying to, like, catch his shadow, and he goes like up. Peter Pan. Yes. Maybe. This reminds me of, sh- of like shadow work. You know, people having to go through shadow work and everything. Mm. <sighs> Maybe. I love the magical. That's literally uh, the plot of Peter Pan, him trying to catch a shadow in the beginning that leads him to Wendy. Ooh. Oh, didn't know that. We got a Disney. And his name is Pan. Pan. So it's like, right. Oh, wow. Okay, I see. I see. Oh! He's dissecting it. He gets the gist, everybody. <laughs> but, yeah. but, uh, but Pan goes upstairs, and uh, it's like two older, very masculine men. And asks if he's lost. And uh, the older man calls, says, my man. And Pan says, I'm not your man. I'm Pan. Mm. Period. Period. And uh, so Pan? Pan looks like, like 
like 17? 16. Okay. Yeah. And the men, older men? Are yeah, like 40, 30. <laughs> but um, you can see he, they end up, oh, we're just playing with you, man, and stuff like right, that. Right, right, like, right. Like, yeah. Let my man in. They keep on saying my man, my man, my, my man, man, my man, man, my man, my man, my man, my man, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Yo, so then, <laughs> but um, Pan goes inside and uh, they keep on trying to catch their shadow and like the shadow is like jumping around and uh, the shadow like tries to like kiss two women that were dancing. The women are like, what? and uh, and so then Pan runs into his friend Los and they and and Pan hugs him and his friend's like, what? He's confused. He's by like, the what, bro? You and um, musical number a musical starts. number begins. Wow. <laughs> and uh, Pan and Los are play fighting, and they're you know kissing each other on the cheek, you know like it's really really playful. And the uncles, they're like, "What's going on?" They're like, "What they doing?" Like and I walk into a room and I see a choreographed musical dance number with niggas hugging and kissing. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, "What?" what, what well, no, well, no, well, no. The uncles was dancing too. The oh. uncles, was, everybody was singing. And then like the grand elder, I believe, is that Terrence? No, that's not Terrence. Oh, I thought it was. But, yeah, he walks in and, like, he's, everybody's like, whoa, dude, we're just having, you know, a You know, you know, you know, like, oh, like, they just playing. They're not gay. You know, they just playing. The dudes start throwing F words and stuff like that mm-hmm. and everything. You know, that shows how, like, the older generation is very, very Don't give conservative. A right. And everything. But while Pan and Los were playing, their punches in the background, I don't know if you saw it, there was, like, little explosions and I was like, I wonder if that means that they're like, they're sh- like blowing up their shadow or like destroying the masculinity because they're able to be playful with each other and hug each other and, and kiss each other. But I have a question for Javion and Eddie. Um, have y'all ever had a grand elder or like, you know, an older man teach y'all fragile masculinity, try to push the fragile masculinity upon y'all? What do you mean by fragile masculinity? Like, oh, don't do A man's supposed to do this and, you know. Oh. Don't do that. Oh, don't gay. do that because that's gay. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Man, when I first when I first got in the theater, man. So, flashback. Uh, middle school, Javion. Story wait, time. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so, middle school, Javion. Locks weren't even all the way down to my, my chin yet. Um, and I moved to a new school, a whole new district. I had always, I was already in theater, but I didn't really have a passion for it. I was just in it. Mm-hmm. But I moved to this new school, and when I got there, they are like, you need an elective. Theater teacher just so happened to walk by and, and snatch me up, and that's how I ended up in theater. Mm-hmm. Now, my, my theater teacher was uh, a big white man named Mr. Bradner. Yeah. Um, I didn't know Mr. Bradner was gay. My mom knew. But she didn't like she didn't see the need to tell me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my stepdad hated that I was in theater. Uh-huh. He hated it. He it's always the stepdad. I was just thinking it's that. Always the stepdad. I didn't want to diss No somebody. shade to your stepdad. Well, I, well anyway, they not even All no shade. <laughs> but he 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 threatened he he wanted me to cut my hair off. He wanted me to stop acting. Mm-hmm. All that he's like, that's gay, that's gay. And I'm like, look, my nigga, like I know I'm not gay. And little do you know, being the only heterosexual male in a theater program full of women. And gay dudes is not a bad thing. Like yeah, it, it's, it's not. Fun. It ain't. It's fun. <laughs> like it, uh, hey, yeah. it's not. It's not a bad thing. But yeah, definitely, definitely tried to throw ideals on me that I didn't quite understand. And mm-hmm. with me being in that environment, um, I didn't want to go home no more. Like I, I stayed. Uh, that made me go to theater more because mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, I'm stabbed school for whatever's going on because I ain't mm-hmm. trying to go hear your mouth. Theater mm-hmm. became a safe space for you. Yeah, it did. It saved my life. Period. Eddie, how we doing over there? Uh, well, I say my experience it more so was centered around church. Mm. You know, a lot of the, the deacons talk about and talk about and they it. they just always had an input. They always had to give their two cents. You know, well, you know, when I was your age, we used to always do it like this, and you know, we didn't tolerate certain things. We we didn't we didn't talk back. We had our chests up, and I'm just sitting here, you know, like. You know, hey, bro, you know, all we doing is playing football. You know, all we doing is talking to each other, having fun, laughing. And you coming over here just trying to be all serious and things like that. You mm-hmm. know, just trying to kill the inner child in us. Mm. You know, and so. You better Ooh. talk Ooh. about it. Black boys aren't allowed to be boys. And that's right. how they become broken men because you just them as a boy. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, you don't give us time to just really nurture that essence of ourselves or just fully understand it. Because it's like, okay, you get a certain age. Now, this is what you're supposed to do. You're like, like literally, you're, the guy is already laid out for you. Like, try to usher you your whole life and, and like literally and i just feel like that has a lot to like like 
religion religion in general is a design construct to, to brainwash and manipulate people and it also has a lot to do with what we're talking about today with you know just trans people expressing themselves in general and that's one thing why i respect like y'all was saying yeah. it takes a lot of courage to really own up to that Period. and then really mm -hmm. come out and say that because it also shows you how bad religion is like yeah. because who are the mo who, are, who are the democrats and republicans mainly christians right that's what they identify yep. as and it's mainly the christians who's starting these agendas who's judging people who's putting who's basically making a bad image out of it all mm -hmm. and, and yeah it just really it really exposes the the the, the, the religion industry speaking I... of trans people moy renee i know you hear me calling you miss honey Miss uh, Honey. Miss Honey. She Ms. is Honey. she is a iconic trans woman who uh from the nineties who made club music. She was just on Beyonce's album. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she was just sampled her. on Beyonce's Beyonce album. Beyonce gonna put people on, man. Mm -hmm. no, that's right. She made so, I'm pretty sure that Moy Renee has long gone passed away. Yeah. And loving they say in loving memory yes. or the legendary And then we switched to Alok and Alok says I don't really know how to relate to my gender outside of being made a spectacle. Mm. And I look, tells a story of a woman screaming and kissing her and be like, Oh my God, I love you so much. Like you look, look so amazing. Like she was some circus animal or something. Yes. Mm. And, and, and I says that that felt just as eviscerating as a punch in the face. Exactly. Mm. Because you're like minimized to a spectacle and stuff right. like that. You're mm -hmm. not right. respected as like a human as a whole. Right. It's degrading. Yes. I was watching this with my straight friend. And when uh, I said that it felt eviscerating, like she didn't understand. She was like, Oh, like that, she she's like like she was just being nice but ah. what what a lot of straight people especially straight cis women don't understand interacting with queer people period we are not cat 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 boom boom we're not that 24 7 like we're just trying to chill and you come through like yes honey work it like showcase or something yes like you're trying to show how much you know about queer culture or whatever like that it's really? not that serious and it's a big vibe killer and I hate when y'all I do think it. it's because the the lack of, of understanding or just, just comprehension in general. Like yeah. and it's really because you don't want to, but then again you don't wanna like I guess make someone feel bad. It's overcompensation. Right. Yeah. But then again that only makes the situation worse. Yeah, because, don't yeah. don't come up to me talking about yes, T slay it, honey. Force. <laughs> as soon as soon as I tell somebody that I'm trans or that I'm non binary the conversation switches and it's mm. instantly like, oh, for real, girl, yes, honey, slay queens, yeah, da, 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 da. you know, you know, they want me to Vogue and do a dip. No, I only do that for my other sisters. Yes. OK, for my LGBT sisters. I only do that for them. But that kind of snowballs effect into the whole gay best friend archetype and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. now, we don't want to be your gay best friend. We want to be your best friend, your friend. Remember that? Remember that TikTok and that woman was like, I need me a punk friend. Oh, I need right. me a punk friend. If it's one word I hate more than the F word is punk. It's punk. OK, like where's the I hate that word. The <laughs> word, <laughs> word sucks. Like uh, it's Sing so punk. <laughs> I need me a punk friend. Uh, please stop tearing. You're tearing me apart. Punk. But yeah, I really hate that word and everything. It's more degrading than the F word. It's like, me. what does that mean? You want a punk friend? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, you just want a gay friend? Like, so you can like have more diversity in your circle? Or do you just want to use us as like a... Stereotype. As like Stereotype. a little purse on your arm. Like, you want a little arrogant tay. Ain't no poodle. And let's start with the labels, man. I feel like like we as, as black people, we always got to label something. And we, we like, I don't know, man, that, it just doesn't really make sense to me. People mm -hmm. feel like they have to live up to certain certain labels and, and things of that nature. Exactly. And uh, Alok talks a lot about, says, loving yourself. And they say, I'm much more in, in I'm much more interested in ending patriarchy than I am in loving myself, which is real. Mm. Like being a lot more focused on uh, why this getting rid, getting rid of the system that that caused them to hate themselves rather than focus on loving, loving themselves because she explains that like people tell you know lgbt folks you know be you be proud of who you are don't care about what anybody has to say do you know how hard that is <laughs> do you know how hard that is like they don't is take a mile in my shoes you know, walk a mile in these Louboutins. Walk a mile in these <laughs> uh, no, i don't like no iggy though but anyways moving forward um i have more uh, a dark-skinned woman talks about uh, her skin tone and how she had to, she remembers praying to God and being like, uh, I pray for mommy and daddy and that I hope I have enough money to get surgery. I put when a star I grow up. right by this scene. Go talk about it. Because a dark-skinned person, 
I really related to this. Talk about um, it. she was raised to not love her black skin and stuff, and I can relate. Like she, like once she, as a dark skin person and stuff like that, people automatically think you're ugly just because of your skin. And considering back in like 2014, 15, 16, the oh, whole, it was bad. The whole growing yeah. up light skin, growing up black, brown skin, growing up dark mm. skin. Please, it that, was bad. That was annoying, and it that was, really set us back. In a middle of school, years. it was Definitely. really, really bad. Yeah. I don't know what we was on. Light skins be like this. Dark skins be like it was bad. Light skin. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I white did. skin shit. <laughs> right, right, I right. Did, but man, we thought uh, that was cool, man. We was thought that that was that was that was what was funny, man. Mm-hmm. That was what was cool. It was just what was taught mm-hmm. and what was accepted. It was oh. funny though. It, it was. It was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, talking about the light skins was funny. Yeah, they used to get in their feelings about yeah. it. But dark skins, they would fight back. But, but anyway, we gonna fight. <laughs> but um, there's a trans man, and he says, uh, when he says the when he says the term "go under the knife" in the background, there's like a shink. sound. There's like a shink, and it sounds like a, like a sword. Yeah. And um, he says, "Do I just live miserable in my body forever?" Exactly. This mm. this scene talks about how like people being proud of their surgery and mm-hmm. also that surgery is danger, dangerous and stuff yes. like that. Yes. Uh B says that people got addicted to the silicone and lost their lives to it or um like botched their face up. Okay. So there's not only just trans people cannot want surgery, but trans people also want surgery. There's there's a duality to it. There it is. So that begs the question. Do y'all have body dysmorphia? Or any dysphoria, period. I mean, isn't that when, like, you don't like... like uh, d- d- what, properly, is there a way to properly define... Uh, <laughs> you you want us to look it up, girl. Because yeah. do I wish I had an eight-pack? Yes. Do I look at myself and then be like, man, I don't have an eight-pack. I hate myself. Nah. I mean, I'm working towards it, though. Yeah. It's not yeah. necessarily yeah. that you hate yourself, I guess. Yeah. I, I think I think you focus on it. Body dysmorphia disorder, a mental illness involving obsessive focus on the perceived flaw in appearance. The mm-hmm. flaw may be a maybe a minor or imagined, but the person may spend hours a day trying to fix it. That reminds me of yesterday how I was talking about Oh my bags and yes. everything, and, and I was like, like, "There's nothing wrong with you." Uh, I think it, I It'd was just fidgety because like my birthday was coming. I was like, "I could look good for my birthday," mm-hmm. but yeah, like I feel like all of us have some type of form body dysmorphia. But any of y'all? I, I I think I definitely did at one point. Um, the, the original reason I even grew out my locks was to, like hide my face. Oh. It was to hide my face. Like, oh. it, was, it was to the grow out my locks, hide my face, hide my forehead, so then I could just move around. But then, like, you know, them locks really make you, nah, nigga, we're going <laughs> to strink up. <laughs> yeah, you're going you gonna to learn to love yourself today, boy. Right. So, yeah, I feel like I, I was able to get through it. But, yeah, there are definitely days where I look in the mirror and like, man, what, what, what you got going on, bro? Right. Mm-hmm. What about you, Eddie? I can yeah, definitely speak for my past self. You know, I, it was, you know, I used to. Man, why, why do I have to be born short? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a but, good topic, though, because yeah, people don't talk about how being, talking about short men is like evil. Yeah, sometimes. But, I don't but care about honestly, height. As I just as I got older, I was like, you know, man, fuck it. I was just born to be who I am, and that's period. Mm-hmm. I don't care about anyone else's perception of me. I'm gonna be the best that I can be, and that's all that matters. I'm every gonna day. answer the question. Yes, every okay. day, Ooh. every Ooh. day, and it yeah. is really bad. <laughs> every day, you know. Every time I see Alton Mason or Destin Conrad or any black pop star or black uh, model, I crumble inside. Like, it hurts really bad. And that's big for someone like you because society teaches folks like you to, you're supposed to look like this. You're supposed stuff. to, you're supposed mm-hmm. to, especially if I do, in my time, if I decide to start tea, I feel like I'm constantly going to be dysphoric because I am looking up to these people exactly. all the time. In my day-to-day seeing seeing black men all the time, it is constantly dysphoric. Mm. Because I'm like, why ain't, why ain't I that? Because uh, why? Okay. Because you really opened it up. Because, because yeah. every yeah, every day, I'm, every day. I would see folks like Megan and Normani. God. So I'll be working out stuff like that to get my titties bigger and stuff like that. And then like have a smaller waist and stuff like that. That's not that's, that's, that's I had to learn to work out because you gotta be fit. So that actually to, that's but, a there's but, a beat. I had to learn, even though the dysphoria is whooping my ass mm-hmm. every day, right. I just have to learn that transness in itself is a process. Yeah. 
and that it takes a lot of time. If I am going to transition, I don't know yet, but I just, every day it's a challenge. Yeah, there's a B and C to that question. So are y'all securing y'all bodies? Yeah. Yeah, ah! definitely. Okay, so one thing I will say, even with the dysphoria, I do love my body. Like I'm hot as shit, but um, real hot. Talk your shit. Real hot. <laughs> I just think that um, of course, I do have a problem with my body sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's just like a time type of thing. Exactly. You're gonna get to that moment when you get to that moment. And I can't wait for that moment, but um, right now it's like a sometimes thing. So I feel like. What about me, you? Oh. Me? Yeah, I'm securing my body. Absolutely. Girl, I started whipping out these crop tops. You could not tell me a damn thing. You've been feeling yourself today. I've loved. This is birthday. Yes. Exactly. I birthday love girl. seeing you. I love seeing you. I love seeing you as happy as you are today because you are really just feeling it. And we will be taking pictures soon. So watch out at six o'clock on at Andrea Broadway on Instagram. Pictures will be uploaded. But besides that, (laughs) there's also the C question. Now, I think I have something in common with y'all. We're going to get that in common soon. Exercising and stuff like that and working out. Do y'all exercise to stay fit or to not get fat? I say that exercising has a lot to do with just self-discipline and self-empowerment. So, yeah. To, to exercise and actually get right with your body. Period. To get fit and, and just, you can exercise and with, with no purpose. Exactly. And, and literally the results wouldn't matter to you. Do you exactly. ever feel dysphoric while you exercise? If anything, I feel like it's, it's quite the opposite because in my mind, it's like you just get got that mental picture of maybe I ain't going to be no Dwayne Johnson ass nigga mm-hmm. but i'm gonna be the best that i can be i can work out and i can get an a-pack you know i can mm-hmm. get built you know to the best of my ability so i feel like if you just focus more on the positive aspect of your own body and literally just envision what it can be yep. that's that's yep. very important to the process i think i've always been a fat kid my whole life um uh, i always been big uh and it wasn't until maybe towards high school I mean, I was never, like, fat, fat, but I was always, like, skinny fat because I, I was tall, but I was still fat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until now in high school that I really started bulking up. And honestly, my original reason for working out was I, I, I was like, man, I don't really care. I, like, even now, I don't care about the weight. Like, I don't care about being big. I just want to be swole. Like, I just want want to look good in the mirror naked. Like, uh, <laughs> real. That's, that's yeah. real. That's yeah. why people work out. And I mean, of course, health and and you know, if I ever got to throw a truck over my head or something, I guess, like, uh, <laughs> I guess. But you know, it's really it's really for just self love purposes, in my opinion. And seeing those results as of late, and just the the fruit of dying labor, it, it, it's inspiring. And whenever I see other people in the gym or they swole body or whatever, it really don't make me feel bad. It would more so make me like, damn, I need to get on my shit. Mm-hmm. This nigga shit on me right now. He got me fucked up. He think I'm a hoe. The, compar- <laughs> the comparison Real. thing. The comparison thing that we all do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we move on to the next scene. We're Wait, back before we move on, I have a question, and slay. I just so I can ensure because I think I messed up. What are you guys' pronouns? I mess with any pronouns. She, uh, but I, I do love they the most. Okay. He. Man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, for my pronouns, uh, oh, I really like, you know, oh wow, I go by, oh I go wow, any pronouns, I ain't getting you know. no intro for real. Like I ain't getting no intro for my pronouns. Like that's really messed up. No, you should have clicked the button. But like, literally, for me, I go by any pronouns and stuff like that. But like, she, her is fun and okay. elegant. It and is. That's what I am. I'm fun, elegant, and stuff like that. Elegant. She, her sounds like royalty. So does he, him, and everything. That sounds like royalty too. But I favor she, her more. They, them is cool. Um, and he, him. When people Now, when I tell people I go by any pronouns and they say he, him, you're trying to be funny. Real. You're definitely trying to be funny. Clearly. That's what I That's what I give. That's Clearly. what I get and stuff like that. But once, you know, you get to know me, my any pronouns is everything. I can be called anything. She, her. Period. Yeah. I had something to say and I forgot it. Damn. Hey, when that happens. Uh, the next thing. Wait, what was your next thing? Because I um, feel like I was skipping stuff. Um, we get to see the music and stuff like that of like Nuka Land. Yeah. Nuka Land. I, you know, I thought that was Serpent with Eve for a second. In the song? Yeah. It is. <gasps> yes, I got it right. Wait, <laughs> singing singing in the musical or who do you think? Uh with the masks and everything. Yes, that was Serpent with Eve. I got it right. Four ethers. Slime. Love that song. But 
Then we go back to the boy and girl and stuff like that. Well, I say pan in the girl and stuff like that. You know, uh, a musical comes, comes another about musical again. number. You know, so I li- this I'm, is a musical series. Not really. Not really. A little bit. Theatrical. There's music in it. We'll say theatrical. it is very theatrical. Um, he wants to take her to a world without patriarchy. Basically, she's just. She's just, he's, what is saying? Where boys will never grow to be men. There's no men. You know, and there's just girls and gays. And I know a lot, you know, there's this thing. Are just boys. You know, there's this thing that, like, they, we low-key, there's some gays that low-key want a world where, like, oh, I just want girls and gays in the world and stuff like that. But, like, she explains that, like, you know. I didn't take any notes on that. Let me try and remember. <laughs> but um, she still wants, uh, as a sister. I guess she wants, she. She still wants. We're guessing is a cis woman that yeah. that she like wants a man so that instead of just getting rid of the world that we have, that men should destroy the patriarchy itself, and that we shouldn't just like oh let's just make a whole new thing where there's no men at all. Yeah. Let's just try and change what we have. That can never happen. And she tells him, say, "Are you?" But no, not really. But like she lowkey says that like. You know, you, this isn't, you know, a dream world. I'm not going to go to your world where it's just girls and gays or more so just gays and stuff like that. You're simply hiding. Stop hiding. Fight the fight. Mm-hmm. Basically what she says. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was very empowering and stuff like that. You know, don't let yeah. these folks take over your own world and everything. Fight the fight. Don't dimension hot motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. But she says, but it's more clips of men showing affection and kissing oh, and stuff oh, like that. Oh, I look says... Gender dysphoria is not just something that trans people have, but gender as a system is already dysphoric. Wow. Gems! Constant gems this episode. Um, We're almost coming to an end, but my last question is, final final question. How do y'all defend or how do y'all fight for LGBTQ plus rights and women rights? What's your allyship like? Tell the truth. Be real. Be looking at you in your face. Go. Oh, shit. I ain't ever scared. Um, I mean, <laughs> I guess in the only ways I can, like, I just, I do my best to use my influence. Um, I, that's, that's, that's what I can. Like, I don't really got no money to be donating. Really? Cause a nigga broke, I'm broke shit. I need some money. But you know, as far as like doing what I can to speak up for those and assisting, I can't change nobody's mind, but I can not tolerate certain things. And I can't let people know, like I've had to check friends. I like, like they'll like, if something bad go, like we got a popular thing where they'll be like, oh man, that's gay. I'm like, what about? That I love it? saying that. I, I'm sorry. Well, you I can, love, I love saying pause. You I love saying yeah. pause. <laughs> you yeah, but bro, pause, like, bro. I'll be what? like, I'll be like, so wait, what? Is, what does that mean? Yeah, like, just I, and I don't, I don't be a hard ass on them, but like, I guess just doing what I can, bro, that's gay, to, bro. to assist, doing what I can. Like, I, I, I'm in the pride office all the time. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's just me going in there and saying, hey, what's up, with y'all? Signing my name in and just, just talking. Like, it, it is, it's nothing. Like, it's really nothing to me because I've been exposed to this community for such a long time that it's like, it's, it's really nothing. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I could do more, but that, that's all I, that's yeah. all I got right now. You can open your wallet more. It's okay. Yeah, man. it's like, <laughs> Eddie, where you at? Uh, I'm all about free will and self-expression, you know. So with that being said, I do advocate for the the, the gays and the trans, you know, because I feel like <laughs> we should we should all be comfortable in, in who we feel we are, you know. We shouldn't let the system, our our environment, our circumstance depict that or tell us who the, who you know who we should be are. So you know, I have a, a bunch of friends who who are you know in that spectrum, and I always encourage them to to speak up and and just. Be your true self. If that's who you are, then then damn it, smile. You know, like it doesn't have to be stressful or anything because as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. Drea, what do you do for the queer community? <laughs> you ain't never shot at me queer. You ain't never <laughs> shot at me queer. No, nah, we're not gonna say that though. Um, but. I want to talk about the ending and the credits. Uh, Naja is playing a video game and it's like a mobile game, yeah. and uh, she in the game she makes a post and it says, even if you cook every meal for me. Expecting me to do your laundry is still patriarchy. Period. And um, she also says, when Bay is talking to his new love and your possessive je- jealousy is in check. Mm. So I feel like there's a lot of trouble Within brewing this with this. Uh, polyamorous, right? Yes, with this polyamorous relationship. relationship. Do Does anybody want to talk about poly- polyamorous relationships anymore? Child. Could y'all what do you think about, Drea? 
What do I think? Um, could I? Well, first, could I see myself in, in a poly- polyamorous, polyamorous relationship? I could. High key. You know, with like a film, you know, and a mask and stuff like that. No, I wouldn't get not into two it films. with. Not two films. I would. Actually, Slay. Actually, there's no like boundaries for it and stuff like that. It's very really? boundless for me and stuff like that. But like how I'd imagine it would be like a mask and a film and stuff like that. Not just cis, not cis though. I wouldn't join a cis relationship. Really? That, that does nothing for me but makes me look like a prop in a, a sex toy. Mm-hmm. You know? Being a third for a cis couple, you don't want to do that? Mm-mm. That's against my will. That's against mm. my, my religion. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Eddie and Javion? I'll talk about it too. Yeah. Um, me personally, I think uh poly relationships are a beautiful thing. Now they as are. A, as a straight man, when I say that, people assume it's about the sex. Mm-hmm. And I've even talked to people, they're like, So you be in a poly relationship? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, Yeah. And they'd be like, Uh uh-uh, uh, I can't do that. <laughs> well it's and not about you. And I'm like, Yeah, well it's not really I mean, it's not like I'm actively sir. it's not like oh poly or nothing. Right. Because mm-hmm. of course I can give myself to one person. I can love one person fully and I think there's a beauty in having one person mm-hmm. but you know it's just my I, the marriage is more so a business than it is act of love you, you better talk about yeah, it you could love somebody and, and not not you know marry them um because you know that's that's more so why do we need white man's paperwork we don't <laughs> we don't <laughs> yeah man that, what about that, you eddie uh i can it, it has its pros and cons you know there's really like like he said, you know, it's all about your approach. You know what I'm saying? The purpose of it. You want it just for sex or do you want it for a union? Mm-hmm. You know, to have your own kingdom and, and to have your own and multiple kids and, and just a huge family. You know, it's the same thing just with, with a, a a regular relationship. You know, it's, what's your purpose behind it? It was a man who got arrested. I forget where he was. But he got arrested. <laughs> I forget where he was. Because Spill it. he's a Muslim. And you know it says you. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it says up to up to four wives. That man had like thirty something wives, mm. over a hundred something chilling. And they all and he bought a whole ap- apartment complex, and oh. they all lived there. And Rich? they arrested him because they were like, "This is against your, the religion. This is against the Quran." Mm-hmm. And they, he's like, "Hold on, now where it say that?" And, and, <laughs> and his wives were defending him. They're like, "No, do we look like we're enslaved? Do we look?" Because they were like, "Oh, you're enslaving these people. You're." But he's like, "They're like, do we look enslaved? You see the kids like." We love like the kids were like we love our father and we 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 demand his release like mm-hmm. so I think it's a beautiful thing now do I want that many kids or not hell no that's <laughs> a lot of responsibility that's a lot shit it sounds like he rich it sounds like he's rich minimum of twelve in the bedroom that's that's <laughs> yeah. a minimum I know that boy tired at the end of the day. <laughs> he dried real. out honey <laughs> <boy is> empty <laughs> but no, man, they, they love each other man and that, and I feel that's all that matters man like you can't place no limitations on someone else's love you can't. Mm-hmm. So I think me personally with polyamorous relationships, uh, I get jealous, <laughs> but I think that's because, you know, things of that nature, I'm not going to get into it, but I think my jealousy stems from a lot of things from childhood. And um, I think I could be in a polyamorous relationship, especially if they're like both hot. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, like polyamorous, let's go. You know, but um, I think polyamorous relationships are a beautiful thing. Because I love love, mm-hmm. and I um I want to share as much love as I can. So if that has me, you know, with two girlfriends, so be it. Let it be. Let it be. Um, it was low key my fantasy to be asked to be a third person though. To be a third? Yeah, it, it was low key a fantasy of mine. Just imagine just out in the club, your vibe, and they're like, we like your vibe. You want to be approached? Hi, yes, of course. Yes. Do y'all ever want to be approached? For like a third, if like a couple come up to like you and be like, two women hey. come up to me asking for me to join their relationship, I'm gonna feel like I'm getting set up. Mm. Real, I live in Houston. Yeah. Girl, don't approach yeah. me like that. Yeah. Girl, you trying to set me up? You think I'm? <laughs> you trying to set me, <laughs> me up? Pick me up. Yeah, it's too, it's too good to be true. Too good. But um, I'm I'm gonna end it off with like the final final scene. Naja is in bed with her other man. It's not Terrence, mm. and uh, she doesn't let him kiss her either. And uh, he leaves, and he's walking outside, and he's welcomed with a good morning, and the episode ends. So when she says she released to be the main source of affection, she meant that. Mm-hmm. Child. She said, "I'm kissing you. Mm. You ain't kissing me. I'm kissing you." Mm. Well, 
that wraps up this episode. Oh my god, we're very happy. Any to have final you guys. words? Yeah. Any final words from our guest, our first guest of the show? Um, the first to do it, the best to do it. Mm. Uh, Indeed. Yeah. Would love to come back uh, for all the viewers out there. Be who you are. Love who you are. Be, be who, who you are for your pride. I want to just, you know, extend my gratitude for allowing us to come here and speak yeah. and yeah. share our ideas, you know. And for the viewers, I just want to encourage y'all to continue to express yourselves in any way y'all would like to. You are greatness in the moment. Oh God. Period. Okay. okay, my last words is I want to thank Terrence Nance, the creator of the show, yes. for uh, letting us do this and uh, just being an amazing mentor to me and being an amazing director and creating this beautiful show. Yes. Thank you, Terrence. Thank you, Terrence. Thank you for I deep did. down in the South. The real Dallas. city representing Texas. No, stop it. Andrea, like, what's your final word? My final word is that sisters, brothers, whoever siblings. you are, siblings, we're happy that you tuned in. We was happy to have Eddie here. We're happy to have JV on here. appreciate it, man. Me and Taryn will be back. Episode three. Um, and Slay, I guess this is the end. Yeah. Uh-huh. Before the end, can we get can we get a huge happy birthday? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Everybody sing. Everybody, 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 everybody sing me happy birthday. Here we go. I'm turning <laughs> 20. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. I'm happy that everybody was aware that we can't get trademarked or copyrighted or some shit. I'm happy we didn't get that. We might be. Don't, wasn't that uh, who version was that? That, that was, was Stevie that. One, but we remixed the hell out of that. Yeah, that's why I'm happy that y'all did that version. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Slay. Goodbye, everybody. Okay, we were kind of scared to bring y'all over here because we thought y'all was low key hotels a little bit. What's hotel? <sighs> Is that like what like does that mean? I've been hearing that. What does that mean? Oh, opinionated. You know, like the you know the men in the bottom shop that be like my brothers uh, and sisters. Do you know we used uh, to be green? We used to be green, baby. You look at the proportionate s race in the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I feel like I I don't think I'm no hotel. Yeah, my brothers and sisters. I will preach. Real, real, real. And I mean, if 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 we was kings, we was kings, y'all. We were, and I mean, <laughs> they didn't—they didn't like him okay either. <laughs> <laughs> they really didn't.